0: You're listening to a online radio podcast. He's a segment called Pertinence uh, Punctuated And alhamdulillah this evening, uh, Sheikh Shuaid Maida, who is a Medina University graduate, he is an astute businessman. He's also, mashallah, someone uh, that is uh, very deeply involved in dawah. Uh, he is also imam of a uh, Day in uh, uh, Mahatma Gandhi Boule- Boulevard uh, called The Sales. And uh, Sheikh Shuaid Maida, Assalamualaikum alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa and jazakallah khair for judging us this uh, beautiful evening, sheikh
1: Wa alaikumussalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to my beloved brother Shafat Ahmed Khan and all the dear listeners of America, the Sahaba, the voice of al-Sunnah wal Jamaa. say alhamdulillah, what a beautiful evening. You know, not too hot, not too cold. Allah is taking care of us, giving us the best breeze shaft.
0: No, absolutely. You talk about the breeze and you talk about uh, Allah has been uh, merciful to us. Now, you're in that part of the world uh, you know where your musalla is, but just about uh, a minute away, or you just even jump the fence. You're right in the harbor, Sheikh. Talk to us about the scene. I mean, uh, to our Marcus Sahaba listeners that are listening to us across the globe, uh, how would you describe your point or your vantage point uh, near to the Durban Harbor and right near the ocean? And I believe where you have your musalla you have like canals, and the fish actually swim around uh, your your musala, your sheikh. No, No, definitely. There is times we read salah with
1: the sharks behind. You know, they can just come out quickly just to join the salah. Maybe a racquet, half of a rakat, and they jump back to the sea. You know, it's uh, such a beautiful scenery, and it's a good place to be. It's quiet. The environment is good, and uh, actually makes you feel homely. You can read your salah and relax. Rest be assured to say. You are in a place where you came to make a budget, and we do have a lot of guests that come in, uh, holiday makers and the rest of that, and yourself, Shaf visiting us as well, which I'm inviting you as well to say make a plan one of the Fridays you come and give us uh, uh, or bless us with your talks inshallah, and inshallah we take it from but It's a very good place, and uh, Allah bless all the trustees around the place, and uh, even our sheikh was not well; he was uh, in hospital, uh, undergone operation. Alhamdulillah, is healing very well. So we can see, Alhamdulillah, things are going well. And may Allah just bless uh, the Ummah all the good work that they're doing, Insha'Allah.
0: No, absolutely, Ya Sheikh Shoy Maida, the good work that's been done. And we know that uh, we live in this dunya for a short while. The world is a shadow of a cloud and a dream of a sleep. He that walks on the uh, surface of this earth will one day get into his belly. And this is why, Ya uh, Sheikh, when we live in this uh, dunya, we know it's a temporary world. And for us to have a heart full of taqwa, a heart uh, that is, uh, you know, cheerful, a heart uh, that is always in high spirits, so that that heart can motivate other hearts. And, you know, when you have a heart-to-heart talk, you are that type of person that has a cheerful countenance. Uh, what goes through your mind when you think about a person with a cheerful countenance, Sheik? You know, Shaf, sure these are the kind of patients
1: we need in our communities where you can sit. And lay out your heart to them, and uh, just have an open conversation, or an open chat to them. Simply because they will listen, and they'll be uh, in a position to assist you uh, with making good decisions. You know, sometimes you meet good people, and sometimes you meet wrong people. And remember, wrong people always guide you towards wrong uh, direction, and good people who guide you towards good directions. So well, I'm there's those kind of people have that have made quite a few as well. That you sit with them really. You sit and wonder how the time went fast talking to the person. Because simply, all they speak about is something that benefits you in this dunya. And in the akhir, Shah, there's a lot of benefit. And as you said, bearing in mind that this dunya we're just passing by, you know, we always acknowledge that. Allah Ta brought us in this dunya and left us wandering to the journey that leads us back to Allah rajiun. So we came from him. So he leaves and say, we'll be wandering and going towards Allah Ta'ala, which actually only an intelligent person will understand the sequence of that and also the importance of that to understand you're going back to Allah. So you need to make sure your package that you're carrying back, your creator, must be a presentable package that actually will make it easy for you to go to Jannah and say, may Allah Ta'ala make it easy for all of us and grant all of us Jannah to Rufidav, inshallah Shah.
0: I mean, uh, yeah, Sheikh, you, know, uh, you know, when you look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, uh, he lifts uh, uh, his countenance upon us, uh, it shows uh, that, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is looking uh, on us for good. He wants us to be happy. He wants us to do things uh, that will please him. And Allah wants to bless us. And, you know, he looks for excuses to bless us. And he wants, uh, you know, Allah uh, wa ta'ala wants to protect uh, protect us. He wants to make us uh, have that noor on our face. He wants us to have that face uh, that will attract people to Islam. Noor ala noor, smile upon smile, peace upon peace, graciousness, uh, you know, to be gracious, and all that, Sheikh By the Perhaps, uh, you know, your thoughts and Allah's mercy on us, and that, you know, Allah wants us to have that powerful countenance which will attract people to the deen of Islam, your
1: no, no, definitely, Shafi. If you look at, uh, you go back to the time of uh, uh, the companions of Nabi Muhammad, wasallam, when they migrated, actually, uh, to give dawah, they didn't go door-to-door inviting people towards la ilaha. So as you said, it's no on Noor. They traded with people and actually they mixed with the people. They did not isolate themselves. And their behavior outshined every kind of culture or tradition that they, they met on the way. And people are so fascinated with the kind of behavior and the kind of culture and tradition these uh, companions of brought forward. And when I asked a question and they said, we are Muslims and this is part of our religion that we live with people in peace and harmony and show them what is right. And definitely people became uh, Muslims in numbers, you know. Uh, that was after the victory of of Allah was, bla- was blessed upon them. So definitely for us also is the same thing, chap. You know, we started losing tracks, slowly so and finally we actually, we've lost everything out. And the moment you lose everything out, you see that people don't have no respect for us anymore because simply we got no respect for one another. You know, look at the world, how it is today, Shah. If we all actually uh, understood the values of al-Muslim, a Muslim, that a Muslim should be a brother to another Muslim, make sure no harm comes on his way. Definitely Syria, Libya, uh, Iraq, uh, Palestine, uh, Turkey, Afghanistan, you know, all these places, Pakistan, all this place could have been peace, even including uh, Sudan, just around the corner. Could have been peaceful if we understood the value of that uh, phrase. But unfortunately, we all actually uh, are driving ourselves away from the reality and we have gone back to what Allah al said, to say, yes, definitely. And now you are so engrossed to be in love we what we can see now, and you are forgetting when you close your eyes about your Akhira, what is good from there, you know. So unfortunately, because of that, that's why we're losing ground in every aspect, in every uh, thing that we do as Muslims, simply because our value has diminished because of our our, our our own doing. You know, you must remember, every action has a reaction. So if our reaction has come to the point where we don't know one another, and we've chosen to isolate one another, and we sing the name of being the followers of Nabi Muhammad and yet, when it comes to practicing and following his teachings, we are very far distant from actually doing that, then definitely the mess of Allah goes away uh, from that kind of a nation. So we need to come back and cope and re- look back. In those times when Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam there were a few, a minority, but because they stood firm and actually understood what truth is and did everything solely for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, they conquered the entire world because simply they had a vision and they had a plan and they had actually Uh, an intention that was pure and purified by Allah Ta'ala, and they could do that. And if we can come back and actually purify our intentions and do things only for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, we can always regain those actually uh, good memories and uh, those good times that our Nabi and the Sahaba had. And inshallah, that could be very soon if we can start working on that as soon as possible.
0: You know, actually, by that you say it so beautifully there, and you know the general appearance of a person's face, which often refer, you know, reflects uh, the spiritual attitude and state of mind. And uh, this is this is uh, you know the the the, the countenance is uh, witnessed on the faces too. You can see a genuine guy, you know, a genuine person that, that is Allah wala that is connected to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala when he looks with you. His eyes even shows uh, that he is connected to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and he looks at with you with so much of uh, empathy, so much of compassion, and so forth. And you can even see a sharp eye, a lot of lure on it, yeah, uh, what's your thoughts?
1: No, no, definitely sharp. You know, if you have people of that caliber, a as you said, definitely you look at them like you get that contentment that you're looking at somebody who you can talk to and who you can resonate with. And definitely when you speak to them, they will give you every information that you require. And then others, the uh, talk with the folk tongue sharp, you know, they will look like they're smiling at you, but behind. There's no smile at all. You give them salam, they'll skip and jump the salam. They won't even answer you how it's supposed to be done. You know, you remember our Nabi Salam says, once you've, you've been given uh, that beautiful respect or beautiful dua that somebody says to you, as alaikum alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa rudduhu billati So you have to respond that with one that is better off or maybe just similar to the one that uh, somebody has given you. But today you make salam to say as and that's the end of it. They just sometimes, they look one side, not even to respond to your salam. They're forgetting that only that salam that is being made to them is dua. You know, you're saying to somebody, may Allah be with you and I just shower you with this peace, mercy and blessings. And I mean, people don't take that. And you see, they walking away. They're not actually responding to that, not mm-hmm. understanding the value of it. So definitely, Shab, there's a lot we need to go back on the drawing board and uh, get that. As you said, let's get to those people actually that comes with the face shining, and they're ready to talk to you, they're ready to embrace you. You know, I've met some other people as well, Shaf. you go to a different area, you go to Itala in the Masjid after that, you find somebody coming and greeting you. You say, you look like a stranger in this area, how are you, where you come from, are you okay? Are you safe? Do you need anything from us? Do you need any help? Do you need assistance? Please take down this number if you need anything. We've met people like that, Shaft, to say, yes, these are real, uh, true Muslims that are has chosen. You know, that they've just seen to say, this space is a strange place. So let's greet the person and make them feel at home. Let's make them feel feel welcome. It's not that we don't feel at home. You know, as a Muslim, wherever the name of Allah is called, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, you're already welcome. You go there. But now you're in the area where you don't know anyone, except you know the people that you meet in the masjid. And some goes to that extra mile to greet you and make you feel welcome, child, is something that Islam has preached and has taught us for so many years that came from 1,400 years. And that's why unity was the base form of our, our, our reaction to any action that came in because simply we understood the values of one another and we understood the values of standing by one another and protecting one another and make sure Islam prevails at all the time. Sha. You
0: know, you said it so well, Sheikh Maida. I know when we were the Sheikh Ahmadi that Remullah, especially in my case. And you say, Better now, you go to Port Pochepston and uh, there's a masjid there, please go and give a, a Jummah talk, or you go to a certain town in uh, Janausa, or you have to go to Escort. And you know, they just sent us an uh, IPCI, you know, the people wanted to hear about Kulhatu, Burhanukum, Kuntum, Sadikin, talking about the Quran and talking about Nabi, Sallallahu Alaihi and Alhamdulillah, you remember the Quran drives and so. So the doors were open and uh, when we, we went to all these places far away you know it was quite a lengthy drive and sometimes you have to stay overnight but uh, the, the beauty was that the people used to embrace us celebrate us and uh, you know the food was kept there and you know everyone in the town wanted to get something out of you and so forth and you, you actually felt the mohabba i don't know you know and it was so safe in uh, yesterday to drive distances upon distances hours upon hours but you felt very very safe but today, you know, you take a short trip, Shek uh, Shoei and you're afraid, you know, every corner who's coming here, even you're afraid where you're going to park. I mean, the parking, sometimes you park in, uh, you know, in Durban now. You, after five minutes, you come back, your car is gone. Talk to me about that uh, fear factor now, Shek Maida, compared to yesteryear.
1: You know, Shaf, I mean, uh, as I said earlier, every, every action has a reaction. And a lot has mentioned about this, chef to so say there will be a time so there will be the time where we are going to taste you from fear, uh, from anger, and even from your families and uh, loss or local recessions and the rest of that. And at the end of the day, glad times should go for uh, those that have patience and uh, they endure in patience. You know, and those when actually. Um, Musi but afflicts them They come back and say We come from Allah We have to turn back to Allah So now in this test Because there's a lot of diversion from ourselves You know from the path of our deen And doing things right That's why now we're getting all this test You go out, you leave your car You're coming back, your mind is Whether I'm going to find the car or not It's in Allah's hands These are the times that cause for us to draw close to the Quran you remember we spoke about that the ayat number nine in Surah Yaseen, which is the most specific ayat that is good for, se- for security and safety, where you, re- you leave your car, you leave your family, you leave, That's what you do and you leave. If anything happens, Allah wanted it to happen, but other than that, things won't happen in a hurry that are wrong. But everywhere, today, wherever you go, any angle you go, there is danger and there is trouble. And moreover, to make it waste, is part also of our clan that is part and parcel of this syndicate. So it's our friends that we lead Salah with that know the pattern of Salah. They go give information to say, once they say Allahu Akbar, they don't move. They'll be concentrating on Salah. That's the time you walk in, in a masjid and you can do what you want to do. And we've seen it happen in Masajid Shaf, in Gauteng, uh in Pumalanga as well, and also in KZN. We've seen that happening. How do they know the pattern? It's simply there's somebody from the system that is giving you all that information, so you get what we call monafikon. You know, hypocrites that are going out because they also want to gain fav- favors in this world, so they don't care what happens to you and me as a Muslim. Whether you get harmed, you get hurt in the way it's got nothing to do with them, as long as the benefit of what they want. So it's time we need to start putting our foot down as Muslim and starting, okay, having firm. And first, in Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and do things right, knowing, as you said earlier on at the beginning, chapter, we are nothing but passers-by in this world. So if it happens to you that you are going to the Masjid and it happens to you and your life is taken, definitely, you know, in, you're in the path of Allah, and you're only going straight to Allah. So, I mean, these are the things we need to understand. But today, actually, is the time where Allah is testing us. We're in our house. We have to sit with alarm systems, put a very big wall where nobody can see what's happening inside. You know, everything is actually uh, electronized in our homes just to make sure we're safe. But we forget it. There's no safety from Malakal Maltzal. So whatever safety measures we can put on our house, which we have to put, but we must understand that, that will not save us from our life. because when the time comes that we have to go, definitely allah that does not take a minute less or does not add a second more for our lifetime. It will go at that moment. So what we have to do do good and be good at all the times because we know we have to go back to Allah and nobody will meet him in uh, Biquel bin Salim, only the one that have a very peaceful and happy, free-minded heart that did all the best to please Allah.
0: Yes, Sheikh Shoei brilliant indeed. And you know, we know that a joyful heart is a good medicine. We know a tranquil heart gives life to the flesh and we know a glad heart makes a cheerful face. And these are all the benefits of you know zikrullah and the heart that is connected to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the heart that is clean the heart that is not prone to uh, dirtiness and envy and so forth but these are all a uh, boon and blessing from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that clean heart you know when I, uh, the rue or leaves the, uh, you know, the body that heart will be so pleased uh, to go and meet its uh, maker and creator Sheikh my bad. And, you know, if you really want to polish the heart, it is through Zikrullah, Yashayka. Perhaps uh, your, uh, you, know, uh, you know, your thoughts on that.
1: No, no, definitely, Shaf, as you just said now, you know, Allah has mentioned to you and me, that only with the Zikr, the remembrance of Allah, that's when you get your heart satisfaction and contentment. So definitely, if we actually put ourselves in the gear, but we all, that we always remember Allah in whatsoever we do. And make sure you constantly in Udu at all the time. If not in Udu, you constantly in Tahara to Amod. Where if Adhan goes for Salah, you just make your wudu and you read your salah. And that actually will draw you close to Allah's final time. And Allah has mentioned, you know, as you know, there's always good reward for everything that we do. He said, Remember me. Do things that are right as a remembrance of me as And at the same time, I'm going to remember you. Uh, the time you come to me is so you did something good. And make sure you show appreciation for whatsoever I've given you. Dispatch or despise your, your zakat to the poor and to the need, and be kind towards your family, your spouses, your kids, your neighbors, and uh, even anybody that is that, that you face at all the time. Show them the message. And he says, And once you show that appreciation, do not ascribe me with partners. And this is really what happens in life. We need to understand there's only one Allah. And only one Allah is the one that answers all the duas, And we need only one Allah for everything that we do in our lives. So we have to make sure we stay in that right uh, track. And remember that dhikr is the key factor, you know, that purifies your heart and gives you contentment. So definitely we always remember Allah. What I even remember when you go for, for, for Hajj. You know, he says... uh you must remember me. The more, the more you you, you remember your you, your parents. You know, you know. So showing you that you know, did you remember Allah, definitely you remember the same. If I am a brother to you, remember me all the time. You pick up the phone and I say, "Hello, how are you doing?" You know, every time we do that, and if we miss each other for two days, it won't go more than three days before you couldn't pick up or sick or something has happened to me because there's that habit of remembering one another where we talk and actually communicate and find out what the next person is on the other side. So once we have that link with Allah, definitely He will always remember us. And when we go, we'll go smiling because Allah is happy with us because He's remembering us because we need to remember Himself.
0: You know, absolutely, uh, Shek Shui, by that If you look at your, you know, if your spirits are not high and all that, it affects your physiology, it affects you, and it affects, uh, you know, your entire uh, disposition. It affects your countenance. And then, you know, if you're a jealous type of person, it uh, actually, jealousy kills you, it concocts, uh, contorts you, and it makes you a very bitter person indeed. And, you know, sorrow of the heart. And, you know, if you got this uh, bitterness and that, it will cause a lot of sorrow, a lot of bitterness. And it will, you know, your spirits will be crushed. you will be someone that will be actually a burden to be around uh, Shek Shui Maida. So it is very important for us to, you know, once again, we come to the refrain of oh, Adiullah, Adi Rasul, obeying Allah and obeying his messenger, sallallahu alaihi wa sallam. And it's so important for us uh, to have that uh, countenance and the disposition of Nabi, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, where he was always of, uh, you know, a very cheerful disposition, Ya Sheikh.
1: No, no, definitely, Shaykh. You know, as you just mentioned now, you know, envy and jealousy and holding grudges, really this is something that will bring you down as a human being because you want to have peace of mind. Every time you're walking around is to make sure those people are going through difficulties and problems and troubles. And if Allah gives them peace of mind that they don't go through that, you are the one that gets sick because you're not getting what you want. So if you have that, it's a problem. As you said, envy, you know, is bad as well. And uh, I want to be a I sort of Say, envy. It's actually your good. This is just the way a fire eats up the firewood. You know. So I'm being is something that is not good. And uh, there's other things like even bug bite, bug biting. You know, where Allah said, He said, backbiting as well is like actually cutting flesh from your brother who's dead and chewing it and eating it and which you had. And I mean, you wouldn't want to be chewing, to be doing that. So definitely when you are doing uh, things like gossip and the rest of that, we are putting ourselves in that position. If you're doing, if you're being envious, we're putting ourselves in that position where our good deeds are being eaten the same way for the charcoal or the firewood. So we need to be very, actually, uh, very open-minded as Muslims uh, to understand that Allah Ta'a has blessed some with more and has blessed some with less and some with little. You know, all of this is actually the way that Allah Ta'a wanted to balance the livelihood in this world whereby we all can work together and can uh, be in peace and harmony where we, commu- we communicate and we unite as the creations of Allah. Ta'ala. Look at somebody, sharp <coughs> who Allah has blessed him with a lot and they got a company. Look at the opportunities that are there for Dawa. This person will not employ Muslims. will employ Jews, Christians, atheists, even people that go no religion. They'll be employed in there, so the whole uh, chunk of people are together just to end the sustenance and escape through that brother one has given more. So everybody can come, black, whatsoever the share is there. So if we can use it to the best of our ability and the best of our deed, chat is very easy to bring the people to follow Lord Islam. You know, I can say, you know, it's sad sometimes we see what is happening, all these protests where people are burning schools, burning other uh, roads, and the rest of that. It's simply because we have black behind us, Muslims, to bring the correct information, the correct message to the people. So I think we need to start working quick and very fast. Reclaim back our position. Wakuntum khaira ummah. Allah said that. You are the best of ummah that Allah has created recently, to make as, as a good example for mankind just to enjoy what is good and forbid what is wrong, what you have faith in Allah. So, definitely, we need to pull back and come back and hold back our post position that Allah has given us that we are the best. And since we are the best, let's, let us do what is better. And remember, the higher you go is the harder you fall. So, the higher we are. We'll fall so badly if we don't take this spirit seriously and do what Allah wants us to do, inshallah. So let's wake up and let's grab this opportunity and let's do right sharp.
0: Agreed, Yashik. And, you know, we are so fortunate that, that uh, we follow the true deen. We follow the final deen. We fi- uh, follow, you know, the Qatam and Nabi'in. And, uh, you know, we follow what is honorable, what is just and uh, whatever is pure, whatever is Tayyab. And we have it in our deen. We have everything, uh, you know, around purity. We have everything around uh, haq. And all this is, uh, you know, so commendable. And it, there is so much of excellence in living in the house of Islam. There's so much of dignity living in the house of Islam. And uh, there's so much of success living in the house of Islam that, you know, we say subhanallah, wa alhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, allahu akbar wala hawla wala illa billah. And you know, Sheikh Shoaib Maida, really, you know, most of us don't know how to embrace and celebrate the type of deen that we live in, the type of, uh, you know, iman that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, and the type of countenance that comes out through the deen of Islam, Sheikh Shoaib Maida.
1: No, no, definitely, you know, there's very few uh, people that actually sit back and look up and say, you know, I'm blessed to be a Muslim. And some of us, really, we don't uh, even care. And this is where now you see somebody who embraces Islam, they become better people and actually they better themselves more than ourselves because we were born in the house of Islam and we take it for granted. Today we say we're Muslim and everything will just go like that. And just remember, allow it, not allow you just to go to Jannah like that without waking for it. So whether you're born in the house of Islam, if you neglect your your rules and uh, your deen itself, definitely it won't uh, play a plus on your side. But if you do what is right, it will pay a plus. It's the same to somebody who accepts Islam now, who stands a better chance because all the wrongdoings that they had actually gets forgiven immediately. You know? As of nabi did mention, man kala, la ilaha Allah, jannah or whosoever says, la ilaha illallah go to Jannah. Simply for those that changes their livelihood from now doing wrong and they come now and say, I'm a Muslim and change completely. If they die tomorrow, Jannah is for them. So yes, let's work towards our deal because we have to do what is right. You know, as I said, we are a reflection of the nation, at life. So we need to understand every day we wake up in the morning and I always say, when you wake up and you realize you're in the same bed you went to sleep in last night and you realize you have to do something before you could wake up from the bed, definitely it's a blessing enough that you know you're in the best place. So that means your brain is functioning. And the moment the brain is functioning, it means every fiber in your body should be in a position to make you do right things. So let's actually count on those bounties that Allah has given us and start working on them and understanding, as you said, chap, that we're just no, 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 we, 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 we nothing but uh, uh passing by in this world. So let's make sure our passing by should be fruitful and where we learn good things and we implement the best system that the Quran and the Sunnah of has put forth for us so that, inshallah, the moment we make further it must be directed to Allah and have the base of blessing in general to love, inshallah.
0: Inshallah, Ya And you know, the world is a shadow of a cloud and a dream of a sleep. And, you know, a soft answer turns away, uh, a harsh word stirs up anger. And, uh, you know, the tongue, if you look at the tongue of a wise, uh, it commends a knowledge. But the mouth of a, you know, a fool will pour out folly and vulgar words. And, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves uh, those uh, that, uh, you know, think before they ink. uh, And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves uh, those that, you know, when they uh, utter words, uh, the utter words uh, that pleases Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and you know a gentle tongue is a tree of life, but uh, perverseness is uh, you know you're breaking up uh, the spirit and you're polluting the air around you. You're polluting uh, your soul. You're uh, you know you're p- polluting your countenance. You're polluting your uh, your your, uh, your 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 disposition by using all these the vulgar words and vulgar thoughts so inshallah you know we have lovely eyes of the noble quran which can, we could be reciting all the time zikrullah is there uh, you know uh, lovely words of uh, our nabi muhammad wa sallam, that we could be sharing with all and sundry you know that will make sure that will keep us on the straight and narrow and uh, whatever we will do it will uh, please allah subhanahu wa ta'ala most and then Inshallah, we'll have a powerful countenance and a powerful disposition. Sheikh Shui Maida, absolutely uh, brilliant uh, being in your company this evening. Perhaps your parting words uh, before we let you go? No, no, sh- definitely, sh-
1: You just gave me the uh, actually parting word as you spoke just now. I was listening very carefully. You know, Anabis Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said uh, the most dangerous weapon that will destroy the children of Adam is their tongue. So what you just said made a lot of perfect sense. I want tongue can build us or can destroy us. That's why I'd say, if you are afraid to say something that's not right, rather keep quiet than say something that will hurt somebody's feelings. Remember, it will never be forgotten. To always remember what you said. So if you keep quiet, you know where it says, silence is golden. Then you save and you save the next person. So may we guard our, our tongues as Muslims, inshallah, and speak, accept what is good for us, and do not harm the next human being, Shah. I think that would be the best. May Allah reward you and your family and may Allah actually take care of you for all the efforts and the time you took in to do these beautiful programs. I say may Allah bless you inshallah abundantly and inshallah we must meet and stage ourselves in Jannah inshallah.
0: Aminah, Sheikh are reciprocal and I know you do a lot of good work. A wise man, a wise man thinks and then talks but a fool, he talks and never thinks. Hmm. Something you think about people and uh, yes, our Sheikh Sheikh Maidah really adding value to a pertinent uh, punctuated time for us to go for a break. When you get back, Molana Salim Karima will be joining us.